We used it all right. I'm in a good place here for it. You sound good to me. Okay. But then again, I I would know. (coughs) 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 La 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 la. Cat, 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 cat. Ricky, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounds good. I think we're ready. Are All right. Ready? Okay, I'm ready. Ooh, the breeze just came in. Did you feel? Ooh, it? feels really. It's nice. one of those hot, hot summer nights. We're having, we're having a heat wave. Having a heat wave. A tropical heat wave. A tropical heat wave. The temperature's rising. The it temperature's isn't surprising. Rising. She certainly can. She's candid can, as hell. Can't. I don't think that's the first time I've sung that song on the podcast. Well, it's not officially it's the first on. time I've heard it. Because we haven't started yet. Oh, okay. You're right. This definitely won't end up in the podcast. Okay. Hey, guys, and welcome to Carry On, the Sex and the City podcast. I'm your co-host, Kat Knipe. And I'm your just host, Alec Wells. And with us tonight, tonight of all nights... Is the talented, the beautiful, the buff, the intelligent, the well-eaten and well-drank, the worldly renaissance man, and sometimes when doing espionage, a woman. Mm-hmm. He's reading exactly what I've written down for him. Good Ricky job, Victoria's Secret Middlesworth. <laughs> Woo! Thank you for having me, guys. We're so happy It's my third time. Yes, it is. And one of the reasons I wanted you on for this episode is because um, the three of us recently had something really insane happen in our lives that, um, that, together. Yes, you peed on us. I I did. Uh, It took some convincing, and I I applaud your open-mindedness. Thank Thank you. I made him drink La Croix before, and it was a very carbonated pee. Also known by the (laughs) label as La Croix, which is not how it's pronounced. That is not how you pronounce it. I did the opposite of what Carrie did in this episode. I just drank as much La Croix as I could. Oh, gosh. But really what we're talking about is uh, Ricky took a photo of Alec and I for our engagement photo. Oh, it was I decided... That went crazy viral. Yes, I decided that um, it would be a good idea to propose to Kat because I knew that if I did, I would get to take a photo with Ricky. And that was, was the first my time I photographed you. I've, I've shot Cat what, maybe like like two or three times uh-huh. before that? Yeah, um, three But it was very before. special because I got to shoot Alec for the first time. Yeah, it was, um, the, it was it, July 5th. Was it? it? Was, Is yeah. that what it was? The day after mm-hmm. Independence Day. Well, and I have to congratulate you guys for yeah. being the coolest couple in America as of this week. Oh, Thank you. apparently. Thank you. It was quite apparently. the phenomenon. I'm, I'm getting tagged in things on Facebook from old high school friends that, that have seen your, uh, your proposal video. Mm. And, it's um, been a lovely journey. Yeah. We took a Back to the Future inspired engagement photo sure based did. on the Drew Struzan illustration from the original movie and its two sequels. And the twist was completely based. It was completely Alex's um, idea, and, and we it was had, genius. The but it was twist. the way that you perfectly <laughs> recreated the photo. I, I do think it's going to be. The you guys are very sweet, but it is completely about you guys, and they were featured in this really adorable BuzzFeed 
uh, video that that went up what on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, Go check it out on YouTube's uh, BuzzFeed video channel. I love channel. your public radio voice right now, Alec. You're yeah. so zen. What's going Thank on? Thank you. Is it the it's heat? It's wonderful to be here. <laughs> I feel like you're gonna start talking about. Sh- sweaty balls. Yes. <laughs> My, uh, I, how how do your balls taste, Alec? Do they taste good? Well, Pete, Terry and I have been looking forward to having you on the show because we know you're the master of all kinds of Christmas goodies. Tell us about them. Well, there are lots of great treats this time of year: zucchini bread, fruitcake. But the thing that I most like to bring out at this time of the year are my balls. <laughs> Balls, Pete. Well, over at Seasons Eatings, we have balls for every taste. Popcorn balls, mm. cheese balls, rum balls, you name mm. it. Wow. My mouth's watering just thinking about those now. It's been years since I've seen any balls. So we had a wonderful time shooting that. And uh, it was fun to watch it uh, spread amongst the internet. It's such a funny thing um, in today's culture that it, the accessibility of things and, and the ability to go viral and and it's just I, I I still don't know what it means, but it's just I fun. Don't well, I'll tell yeah. you what it meant for me. I've thought a lot about this. Um, we it's like we got to get engaged twice, mm-hmm. <laughs> really, because yeah. we. It was, it was, as we're recording this, 10 months ago, um, basically, since, uh, since, it, since we got engaged. And once the proposal video went viral, I, st- I kept, and the, and the engagement photo, I was getting, I don't know about you, but all these congratulations from mm-hmm. people. They're yeah. like, oh my God, congratulations, like, so happy for you. And then all these people asking me questions. Have you set on a the date radar. yet? What are you doing? Yeah. You know, what are you doing for your wedding? And I'm like, yeah, we're already deep into right. that process. Yeah. Well, a lot of people online were saying, oh, this is so staged. Oh, this right. is like, oh, you just wanted to go viral. But a lot of them didn't read that this was a year ago. Right, and, not to and mention... You're, is it you that simple it to go very, viral? You just go, no, no, like, I would it's not like to sim- go viral It's just now. that lightning in a bottle thing, and yeah. you guys had kept it private. And just it was on a, a private whim, YouTube link for, took it, for almost a year. Yeah, yeah. Well, just on a whim, it caught fire, and your proposal video ended up mm-hmm. arguably being more viral than the engagement yeah, photo. Yeah, was that old one-two punch? Well, I'll say, you know, <laughs> what I like about this, if anything, is that... You know, yeah, you can't you can't get just go viral. You can't predict it because the internet is really a democracy. You know, and people get to choose and vote on the things that they want to go viral or the things that they like and want to share and have a sticky quality. So, speaking of democracy and politics, oh, he's doing it. He's let's bringing talk, it very back around. Well done. Let's well talk done, today Alec. about. Sex in the City, episode two of season three. And, and that means it's carry on episode 32. And can I just say, can I make a, a Michael Patrick King reference in that? Yes. Like, I feel like it, I feel like you guys are Valerie Cherish right now because I've waited so long for you guys to come back mm. and you've, uh, you've come back. Mm. Thank you so much. I know this is the second episode, but the first one hasn't aired. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I've just been dying. I've oh, just been a, a, a so waste, a shell of a human you. being without we, it. If yeah. I can... Uh, I know you guys have been busy, but... Yeah. If I can quote <gasps> LL Cool J, don't call it a comeback. <laughs> 
crazy motherfucker <laughs> named Ice Cube. Oh wait, that's we had a, we just had a bit of a hiatus, but we're back in action. We're having fun. Oh, we're looking forward to I talking so to fortunate. all of you about season three because you know as we've talked about this. In all of these previous episodes, all of seasons one and two, season three is where things start to really heat up. So yeah. Speaking of heat, it's hot this is really shit when we, in here. This is really when we kick into high gear with that classic sex in the city that everybody knows and loves. So yeah. people, the hyenas is over. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> season no, three, episode two, Carry on, Sex in the City podcast. Let's get into it because there's a lot to discuss and on I don't tonight's think we said episode. The episode is entitled "Politically Erect," Which, and I think this is an episode a lot of people remember. Yeah, I for sure, absolutely. I think this is an amazing title. It sounds like it'd be a great podcast name, "Politically Erect." I'd listen. Yes, yeah. right. So. Um, we're here again with uh, the uh, John Slattery character that we met in the previous episode. He and Carrie are dating. His name is Bill Kelly, which is a little strange for me because that's both of my parents' first that's names. True. <laughs> Bill and Kelly. Also, I didn't mention, uh, which I always do, this episode aired just to place us June 11th, 2000. Mm-hmm. And it was directed by Michael Patrick King and written by Darren Starr. Just FYI. Okay. So Bill Kelly, that Bill is Bill Kelly, John Slattery's character, is a city comptroller. He's running for comptroller. Which I've heard that phrase since I was a young lad. I have no idea what a city comptroller is and or does. You and me and all those kids in that classroom he was asking in the episode, Ricky, do you know? I didn't know. You tell me. Somebody who controls computers is the only thing that I can possibly imagine. He's a comptroller. Or he patrols computers. He goes around patrolling computers to make sure that they're not... You're so misbehaving. Obviously. Ain't misbehaving. I think the reason this episode was so memorable for me because it was... Uh, it was actually the first time I'd ever heard about someone pissing on someone for sexual yeah. pleasure. Sure. Yeah. Drip, yeah because I, of the age that we were. I'm sure aired. that's the first time. What did you say? It's a drip, 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 pee on you, piss on you. <laughs> oh, sure. Milk, milk, lemonade. Oh, sure. <laughs> yes. Milk, milk, lemonade. Milk, milk, lemonade. Milk, milk, lemonade. Round the corner, fudge is made. Milk, milk. right off the bat about the fashions in this episode we might as well just because it's fun it was we noticed we all collectively noticed a lot of things first of all i love 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 carrie's um desire to sort of embody what she's going through in her life through fashion and this isn't the first time she does that yes in her oversized coat choices yeah her big vintage halston her her her, camels her blacks yes and her flowers. She had a big flower on two almost every outfit. red boutonnieres in two yeah. different scenes. Yeah. And the other thing I noticed is that she had red nails. Her nails were painted, which I am struggling to think of another time when we see Carrie with painted fingernails. Ricky, let me oh, ask that's you. Very is that boring? I've, I find that fascinating. Yeah. She never paints her nails. That is interesting. Yeah, I don't know, but I'll, I will pay extra close attention now. Ricky, do you think that it's important you're a photographer Mm -hmm. do you think that your fashion reflects on you as a photographer and when you do photo shoots 
do you feel like you need to dress in a certain way to project <laughs> to project an image? Oh God, I don't know how to answer this question without embarrassing myself. The the short answer is yes. Um, and do we feel like that's what Carrie's doing here? That she needs to protect project a certain image. So sure. That... I believe it's fifty percent that for Carrie and fifty percent fun, which I. Don't let me put words in your mouth, Ricky, but it seems like that could be what you do. Ricky, like, let me put something in your mouth, but we'll do that later. But, um, <laughs> well, yeah, what drink were you up, saying? Drink up, please. <laughs> but, I mean, so do you... Do you just yes, there, there, expound upon Alex's question for me. Th- there was this very, um, God, transparent po- uh, point in my my young career when, when I thought, okay... This the eccentric photographer, like grow your hair out, wear a weird ponytail, wear wear those weird glasses, and you know wear the turtlenecks and I all that. I love those pictures. Uh, I I've so vanillaed out since then. I um, uh, maybe you, know, to you, but nearly everyone I introduce you to says to me like, "Oh my god, he has the coolest style. He's the what? coolest guy yeah. ever." No, Including well, it's mostly me to Alec. Before yeah, he I'm met sorry, you. Ricky, but you're, you're so here. funny because you think I own like 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 a baggy shirt, and you're like, "I'm wearing a Ricky shirt today." You're so funny. Yeah, I do. I, I don't I own any of those Ricky things. Clothes. Ricky, seriously, if you're vanilla, then I'm a fucking rice cake. <laughs> It's true. I love rice cakes. <laughs> they are delicious. Um, but it, I think it's more the stylist on set. When you see a stylist walk in, like, they better work. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I was I'm watching gonna... I was watching I Am Kate yesterday on E! Um, sure. You know, Caitlyn Jenner's um, show. Addicted. And it was, of course. Um, and I've only kind of half watched a few episodes because it's on while I'm at work. But she is taken and introduced to Pat Field. Yes. And Pat Field. With her fan. Looks. Like she should look, and she—I mean, she always oh, has. Oh, and like, her she's voice is like three octaves voice. lower now. She's just perfect. And one thing, just as a digression slash side note, that um, made me tear up is um, Kate, Caitlin's friend. Um, I forget her name, but the blonde who's so fucking gorgeous. Oh, Candace. Candace. Yeah. Um, is explaining to her on the way to go meet Pat Field that Pat gave all of these trans women um, jobs, jobs yeah. d- decades ago. A place to when go and they be themselves. could have otherwise been homeless or sure. whatever. She was, and they were discussing it, like Caitlin's being introduced to her. And um, she's like, I heard you gave Candace a job. And she's like, oh, yeah. Like, she acts like it's no big fucking deal, when in fact it's the biggest deal yeah. for her to And she's anyway. tearing up. I just get my life to watch... Caitlin is such little tangent here. She's such a sponge. Mm. It's just such an honest experience to she watch just her wants go to through. Learn I know, and, and to have just, people. And it's not just people like it's not all just positive conversations. Sometimes it's people going, "What's the deal? What's going on?" You, I saw a conversation on the show where there was she was at a table with women. One of them said, "Like I notice you're using like, they, they yeah. in reference to the LGBT community. And she was like, you need to start using we. Yeah. This is important. And to see her sort of just get schooled is really I just love the approach they're taking in, in, in talking about the homeless youth and it's talking so about tasteful. the suicides. It's, it's, it's so well done, and I think that's why people aren't, and as many people are watching. Right, side, unfortunately, side. Yeah. which is sad. Yeah. Because if they'd gone they want the They want the circus, you know, and Larg. it's not that. But it's so lovely. Pat Field, stylist, yes. is a per- yes. she's a person who looks like you anticipate someone should yeah. and would look like. Well, let me tell you, there I've I've met photographers, not naming names. They'll show up in fucking cargo shorts and and tennies and looking Blech. like looking like your uncle Steve. So yeah. you know, so uh, yeah, Carrie it doesn't is, really. 
Carrie is part playing the the part yeah. of the Jackie O first lady, but she's having some fun with it as only Carrie can. Yeah. So their relationship it's going very well. He's incredibly charming. He's coming off the stage and sweeping her up and giving Their her the little are kissy so kiss. Yeah. And we see Carrie in a rare, He's very so sexual moment. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's in flagante. I have a question. <laughs> back double or not back double? That, Go. That's her. Yeah. That's her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's that her. bony back, that yeah. bone back. Yeah, I know. It's those a bones. sexy back mm-hmm. though. Yeah. And so I love seeing her yeah, like her, her, her sexy back. I love uh, it. she's bringing sexy back. Really is what's happening in that moment. <laughs> so the next day, Carrie and her ladies, our favorites, Miranda, Charlotte, and that other one, are all at brunch. And they're talking politics. Oh, boy. And this is one of, we've pointed this out in past archived episodes of Carry On. Go listen to them on Podbean or iTunes right now and then come back to us. Listen to all of them and come back. So, welcome back. They're back. Um, Nice to see you. You'll note that we've often pointed out that Carrie is oddly intelligent when it comes to politics and she'll reference history a lot. Politics, literature, history. She she makes references that that don't seem to jive with the rest of... I don't mean to say she's... I'm expecting her to be dumb. She's a writer, but... Right. While Samantha comes off like a complete idiot. Oh my god. (laughs) I don't believe in Democratic Party or the Republican Party. I just believe in parties. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that's just like a soundbite for the uh, for the commercials. It worked. It was so Carrie says we laughed. Carrie says nobody wears a hat anymore. Nobody wears, you know, no politicians wear a fancy hat anymore. FDR Mm -hmm. wore a fancy hat, which I guess he did. I don't know. Or I Carrie would know. I think of Abe Lincoln when I think of fancy. Fancy hats. <laughs> yeah. Abe Lincoln is famous for a giant, I don't even know what you call that. I call Sickening. it like a Lincoln hat. Yeah. Because yeah. it does, he, it's Abraham amazing. Lincoln. I, I'm sorry, I just realized that I was trying to picture Abraham Lincoln in my head and I was picturing Katya. Katya. <laughs> <laughs> From the Thank you. Lady. Yeah, the Abraham Lincoln. Oh, God. So. Birds of a feather. <laughs> you know, uh, the ladies are just talking about politics and it's one of these great, Conversations, of course, Charlotte loves JFK. It makes total sense. Of course. I can't believe you're dating a politician. You're not even registered to vote. It's the undecideds they're really after. Well, I totally get it. Not only is he good looking, but he's got the power thing going for him. It's got to be a turn off. Oh, yeah, I'm dating a potential controller. It's hot. Uh, uh, I want to help out with the campaign. Since when are you interested in politics? Always. It's a really great way to meet men. And with Carrie by our side, we can just get to meet the inner circle and, and all the really interesting donors. By interesting men, she means single and rich. Well, guys, he's not running for president. Oh, he should. I'd vote for him. He's really cute. So? I always vote for candidates according to their looks. I base my decision on the swimsuit competition. The country runs better with a good-looking man in the White House. I mean, look what happened with Nixon. No one wanted to fuck him, so he fucked everyone. I used to have a college crush on Dan Quayle. The country needs a president in a hat. No one wears a hat anymore. FDR. The president wore a hat. So busy picking out a hat, he forgot to get in the war. I had a college crush on Dan Quayle. Yeah, we pretty much tried to ignore that the first time. Mm. I think it was his crisp white shirts. Reminded me of my father. 
So basically, you're just voting for your father. I always thought there was something homoerotic about Quail's relationship with Bush. Very bad, Madam Robin. Well, based strictly on looks, no one was more handsome than JFK. Or quicker to jump in the sack, I might add. I'm glad you three weren't around during the original 13 colonies. I don't think our founding fathers were very fuckable. I don't know. I heard that Thomas Jefferson was a real fox. There we were. <laughs> Just four girls talking politics. And uh, I wonder if this was post-JFK Jr.'s death or not. That's I noticed they did. This was definitely post Clinton, and I noticed that they didn't make a Clinton reference. It was because no. it was too soon. Maybe um, it was too soon. Well, it would have there been is perfect one material. Tiny, We're talking about sex. There is one tiny piece of information that. Uh, t- correct me if I'm wrong, but do you remember when Samantha? I feel like it was season two when Samantha groped that man, and the woman was like blacklisting her socially, yes. and she was rescued by Leonardo DiCaprio ex machina, but it was yes. supposed to be JFK Jr. Oh, right, But yes. he had so just JFK died, Jr. so he is, is dead, dead in this episode. I'm sorry, I was just okay. having a stream oh, of consciousness yes. like uh-huh. memory right now. So yes, yes JFK Jr. is, um, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Miranda in this episode. She and Steve are doing this kind of like friends with benefits situation, uh, where she is, as we're to understand, dating other people, or at least alluding to the fact that mm-hmm. maybe she's dating other people. But Steve Brady... Who Miranda, says all the right things. Miranda, he You're does. the one. You're the one. Miranda, you're the one. <laughs> yeah. Miranda, you're the one. Did you smoke pot? On, I don't know. Miranda, Miranda, come on. Come on, Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the shape his mouth is making. Yeah. You can. Um, Alec, I'm I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Okay, Miranda. Okay. So this scene that you're talking about, where Miranda yeah. and Steve are walking down the street, and he's he's asking her what she's doing next week or whatever, and she's like, I don't know, I have to check my calendar, and she's being a little elusive, and yeah. he's just going, Hey, I want to see you, and she's like, Well, yeah. I don't know if I'm maybe I'm free, maybe I'm not, and yes. I would posit that their dynamic in that scene has been, the essence of of that has been conversations that you and I have had. Yes. That that conversation, Miranda is is being very Cat, and Steve is being very Alec. Yes. And I wrote down the ways in which I thought that was true, (laughs) but I want to hear you say before I say what I think. Uh Oh. Well, you know, um, sometimes people... Not people, you and I. You and I. So you're asking how are you and I um, like Steve and Miranda? Maybe I'm just being weird about this and I should just. No, just tell tell you. Tell me what you were going to say. Well, I was just watching it, seeing us in Mm -hmm. in not so much, not as much anymore, but, but in earlier stages of our relationship where Steve is being very simple and. It's yeah. uncomplicated. Yeah. He loves her. He thinks she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. He just wants to see her. He yeah. just wants to be exclusive. And Miranda is not being negative per se. I mean, that's me projecting, but she's just being very practical and trying to keep her options open and um, kind of complicating things. What yeah. did I say? Uh, so, Kat, how yeah. many other guys were you dating at the time? All yeah. of them. All of the men. <laughs> no. Well, but I don't know. For some I feel like that may or may not be a typical woman thing, but I, I know for me... I don't think it me, is. I think the I'm roles a, are usually reversed. Well, I just... Maybe, yeah. But I think for, for me, I, I guess I just identified with Miranda in that scene, but I was also watching her going like... Miranda, yeah, just 
let it go. Just, it's fine. You don't have to, it doesn't matter if Steve knows, like, you don't have to invent plans just to make sure that he understands on principle that he can't see you whenever he wants. Like, just right. say whether you're free or not. But like, I love seeing her wall deal. visibly just sort of crumble yes. in this episode. Yes, and, and that just points to how excellent those two actors are. Yeah. I yeah. Think. So how about a movie Wednesday night? Wednesday? I'm not sure I might be working. Thursday, then. Okay, maybe Thursday. I'll see. Why, do you have plans? <laughs> Steve, you can't just assume that I'm going to be free every night, right? Ah, is it a date? It could be a date, in which case I wouldn't necessarily share that information with you. Why not? I'd like to know. Who are you dating? Nobody in particular. <laughs> Anybody specific? <laughs> what is this, the third degree? I'm just trying to figure out when I get to see you again. I'm not dating anyone else. I'm not planning on dating anyone else. I just want to see you. I see. Exclusively. I got it. That's very sweet. I just hadn't thought about things that way. So think about it. Okay. Because I thought about it, and I think if we really want to see if things can work out between us this time, we got to at least make the commitment to be exclusive. Okay. I hear you. Okay. The truth was, there were no other candidates in sight. But Miranda wasn't sure she was ready to let Steve win by default. No, she, I, I think she, yeah, she's afraid of commitment. Um, or she's just afraid of the idea of being vulnerable, I think. Uh, you know, her getting, she's worried about them getting too close. They were in a relationship previously and it didn't quite go right. And she's worried that that's going to happen Yeah, it's again. tough to put your eggs all in one basket you know, yeah. quickly, you know, I, yeah. I remember being a, a, a bit uh, uh, spooked when Ben and I started dating. We, every night, every night we saw each other yeah. from, from the first date on. And I was like, oh gosh. You Why know, did that freak you out? Well, just because it was unconventional and it just, you know, it, it was right and it felt right and there was no reason not to. But, but you're saying you were the one. idea of how things were supposed to go get in the way of just feeling how great it was? No, you, it was just super think? organic, and I think it, it went by really fast, but I was like, oh, shit, I, I've seen you every day this week. It yeah. Was nice. Did that but freak you out, or...? No, it was just I hadn't done it before. Um, yeah. Yeah. And how did Ben feel good... about it? Was he freaked out by it, or you probably. guys were both... He, you think he might have? I was probably so pushy. Yeah. Oh, you feel like you're the one in the relationship who... Is is clingier? Are you the Steve Brady? He no. Ben Ben's the cuddler. He's he's the uh, he's the puppy dog. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm more of like I got I gotta sleep with like, you know uh, maybe a foot can touch. Yeah. Uh, but I gotta breathe. I gotta have my space. So but but in the beginning, um, no, I I I was pretty aggressive. That must be why you're so comfortable, the dynamic between you and Alec, because Alec loves to cuddle you and, like, snuggle yeah. you mm-hmm. as soon as you walk in the door. And you're like, yeah. it's like I got it first you. tonight. You're... I know you did. You guys, I, Alec, <laughs> Ricky and I were hanging out in our apartment before we recorded this, and Alec came home from work and went straight to Ricky and gave him the sweetest hug that I've ever seen anyone give anyone. And then he, then he came to me. 
Alec gives those I... hugs where you're like, is it okay that I'm I'm still hugging you? Yeah, it, and he just, he lets it be okay. Yeah, just lean into <laughs> yeah. it. A hug yeah. can never just be too it. long. Just yeah. relax. I've never been in a hug that I wanted to be over. I don't believe that. I want you to write what that about? in my like epitaph. Smelly okay. people. Oh, that's a sweet epitaph. <laughs> Thank um, you. So, so what Steve tells Miranda is... I want to be exclusive. Mm-hmm. I want yeah. to date you, and I don't want to date anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all. And he says it so so simply and sweetly, and Miranda's like, uh, okay, yeah. neat. And then she has to debrief with Carrie about it, and Carrie mm-hmm. uses a payphone during the conversation, Steve, which I think is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Steve wanted to be exclusive, while Miranda wanted to be elusive with an <laughs> ex. Very nice. Oh, God. Yeah. That's some wordplay. Thank you. <laughs> um, Bye. So I love that Carrie tells Miranda to make a list, I guess a mental list, of yeah. pros and cons this is such about a Steve. Thing. But also not the last time Miranda will make a list of Steve's pros and cons, go watch the movie, when he cheats on her, and yeah. they, that's what the therapist tells them to do, and she's making her list and checking it twice. And do and a then... freeze frame, because if you freeze, if you pause the TV, you can see her list, and you can read the list of things, yeah. and it's really fun. Oh, yeah. Can we all just time. agree that we've all made a list Oh, like I've that? made lists. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I think so. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's a classic sitcom um, trope, you know, you've got your Sex in the City. There's a great Friends episode oh, where I forgot Rachel about that. discovers is there Ross's list, and he says she has chunky ankles, uh-huh. and she flips out. All right, let's uh, let's start with the cons because they're more fun. <laughs> Rachel first. I don't know. I mean, all right. I guess you can say she's she's a little spoiled sometimes. You could say that. Mm-hmm. I guess, you know, sometimes she's, she's a little ditzy, you know? And I've, I've seen her be a little too into her looks. But, oh, and like Julie and I, we have a lot in common because we're both paleontologists, right? But, I mean, Rachel's just a waitress. Waitress. Got it. You guys want to play Doom? <laughs> or we can keep doing this. Really bad. There's oh, no. a great, hilarious episode of Breaking Bad where Walt writes a pro and con list about killing this guy, uh, which is pretty great. I don't remember that. It's like episode two. Oh, it's it's that's really, why. really early okay. in the series. It's the guy who's yeah, living down that. in the basement. Uh-huh. Oh my god, now I oh, remember. He's okay. sitting on the toilet. Okay. And it's like the but the it's not yeah. really funny. I was just saying that to be facetious. But um no, it's, it's really But the list itself actually. is kind of funny because mm-hmm. it's like in the cons to not kill it's like Judeo Christian beliefs. Right. <laughs> um but um Morality. Yeah. Killing is bad. Um so yeah, she's supposed to make a likes, dislikes, and re- really she never makes the list. She she's alludes to it vocally about at it, one yeah. point. But um she never really she never really makes it. But it, it you know, this is kind of like one of those light Stories. It's like a light subplot. I'd call sure. it like a diet subplot because yeah. not a lot happens. Like, you know, he he asks her to be exclusive. Then they go to a party where he makes a quote unquote dumb joke. Which he I thought asked was really the, cute. Yeah. Cactus joke. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I that, oh, that's yeah. why I said quote yeah, unquote. Yeah. He says it quotes. Yeah. Um, because I thought it was kind of funny. He says to the comptroller, 
who's running for office, John Slattery. Uh, I've got some parking tickets, if you don't mind taking care of. I owe the city 500 bucks. I could really use I those dollars. I could see dollar you, bills. Alec, making that joke Absolutely. to someone. Absolutely. It's yes. a great joke. It's, it's a great uh, joke. But Miranda says, yeah, dumb joke. Con, dumb joke's cute, but that's a problem. Right, yeah. So, you know, there's a little zip. Which is another out. thing Alec has in common with Steve. That's right. Thank you. High and tight, that's Alec's butt. That's now, also my haircut. Um, <laughs> so, now, the girls go... Um, so, Charlotte gets this idea mm-hmm. at the political fundraiser where Steve makes the dumb joke. Um... Charlotte starts talking to this guy and things are going well. And then Elizabeth Banks comes over and ruins it by saying, this is my husband. Charlotte's like, damn it. But Charlotte gets drunk and chats with the couple about, I'm just ready to settle down, you know? And Mm -hmm. she's hilariously drunk and it's lovely. But they explain to her how they met each other, Mm -hmm. which is how. How I met your mother. Right. Do you want to explain it? Uh, they met because Elizabeth Banks was at a party. This is a lot like that terrible movie Dinner with Schmucks. Uh, <laughs> I think it's Dinner for Schmucks. Oh. Le, di- Le Dîner du Is that the Carell movie? Yeah. Yeah. It's based on a French film called Le Dîner du Which Con- is a really great movie. I watched it in French class I watched class it in French in class high school. too, but yeah. in college. So, uh, I watched it in high school <laughs> with my it. French teacher, Madame Munjimbo, and when class was over, we would stand up and say, time to go, Madame Munjimbo. I think it's so weird that your your teacher of Francais was yeah. named Madame Munjimbo. Yeah, she was uh, African. That's so interesting. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, anywho, um, we... Wait, uh, so how did the couple meet? So the couple met because they were... The the wife was a part of this game where it was a party where women bring men that they are not themselves interested in. Which would never happen. In the hopes this that... This is complete... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Party. So interesting. In the hopes that other women at said party would find their discarded men attractive. Um, and it's such a strange, but what's so strange about it, and I'm unlike... putting myself hypothetically in that situation, bringing um, an ex. Yeah, unlike, unlike nope. dinner for schmucks, so the men are aware that they are discarded garbage. Yes. Yeah. That they're oh, I guess I, I kind of feel like I could see this party happening, though. Like, if yeah. everyone was, con- like, consensual, it was in on it, it was kind of like, you're my, like, okay, for instance, I have... A coworker, uh, who has a an ex boyfriend who is v- she's still very very close to. They went to high school together. They dated for years. It didn't work out, but he feeds her cat when she's out of town, and yeah. and he's around. He helps out with like you They're know those rare adults that he, exist they out just, there. Yeah. yeah, so I could I I could actually see her taking this guy to a party like this. But yeah. I don't know if if lots of people yeah. have those kinds of people in their lives where I think it would the, be okay and not awkward. I think the party was kind of a gag in order to play off of the relationship with Samantha yes. but, and, and this man and the Oh, episode. and the short, short and, man. Right. Well, let's talk a little bit about right. Samantha. It's a good segue. Us. So, uh, Samantha is out having a drink by her onesie, as she's wont to do every so often. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
a gentleman is sitting at the bar next to her, and he introduces himself. He's, you know, he's got these great 90s uh, flop hair. <laughs> he does. Uh, and he's, like, you he's know, one He's got a great, these... like, Andy Garcia thing. Yeah, yes, exactly that, right. is, that is what he my He totally has an Andy too. Garcia thing happening. Yeah, he real, real confident, uh, real strong successful New York accent. Successful businessman. To the point, he's... he's, uh, We know Samantha appreciates confidence. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's the owner of a hedge fund, which, again, like comptroller... what is a hedge fund? I, I just think of a guy mowing a lawn when I hear <laughs> that. I don't know what it does, but I guess it's like a banking thing. Sure. So he's a hedge guy. He's a hedgehog. And um, <laughs> they're like having zip, zap, zop, uh, you know, banter, which I'm sure Kat will put in right here. That night, Samantha discovered a hot new candidate of her own. Hey there, pink lady. Can I buy that for you? Maybe, if you promise never to use a lame line like that ever again. It worked, didn't it? Jeff Fenton. Samantha Jones. You are damn attractive, and that is not a lie. Jeff, how long have you been sitting at this bar? My first drink. So you're just naturally forward? I'm aggressive. I run a very successful hedge fund. My whole life is about calculating risk. Okay. Did that sound good? That was like very zip zap zappy. But then what happens is he's got to go, he gets paged. For all you millennials who were born after 1995. We've explained on the podcast before how a pager works. I had to explain it to Matthew, so go back yeah. and listen. And you've already gone back and listened. So Wait, Matthew know didn't know what a pager is. was? Yeah. He was like, I guess I kind of know, and then I explained it. This was way early. I think this is season okay, one. Shout really out cute. to Matthew. What up? <laughs> so uh, he gets paged, and he gets off of the stool... And he's a teeny weeny little bit of teddy witty tiny whiny mini miny weeny tiny skinny miny mini tiny weeny tiny mini miny mini tiny skinny miny weeny miny short short man. Wow! Who are you? So where did you go? Um, oh, I feel like I just was reborn. I was just born anew. And Samantha's oh, like, God. fuck. Yeah. He's so short. Which yeah. I so resent. I love a short man. It's so, it's, I mean, but you know, you get it. It's, but she's being politically incorrect, and that's like the theme of the episode. Yeah. But it is pretty offensive how blatantly discriminatory she is. And even Charlotte, when Samantha brings it up to the girls, even Charlotte says anything under five feet is Unacceptable. Yeah. yeah. Tell me, what she Kat, says, which is so outrageous. Your perspective, because I'm a little bit biased being a gay man. Sure. For for women, what is it about height? Um. Oh, that gets problematic. Um. Because Alec, what you're a good six one. Six one. Six, yeah. I can wear the tallest heels I have and meet Alec almost basically height wise. It's lovely. Yeah. You know, if I want to wear heels, because I'm a tall lady. Um, I mean, it just comes down to a security thing, right? I think it comes, you know, I think we are so, I've thought a lot about this because I, I mean, and this is kind of embarrassing to say, but, um, but I'm going to say it because we try to be honest on this podcast. Like I've had visions, um, of, of our wedding day and like, you know, of me and my dress and, um, I, the way my dress is, um, manufactured, I've been told I can't, and because of my height, I've been told I can't wear heels. They said, you know, you're, you need to wear flats, which I'm actually fine with. And I was toying with the idea of that anyway, because I want to be comfortable. 
But I've thought, thought about, you know, dancing with Alec, and I go, like, when I'm in flats, we paint such a pretty picture. So there's a part of you that was a well, bit relieved that you would have sure, that but, height and I, discrepancy. And if I had to explain it, and I, th- I mean, like, I'm not proud of this, but I think I'm a product of sure. our society and uh, the heteronormative ideas we have about men being, you know, you have the tall, gosh, you know, tall, dark, and handsome, like Alec, except he's he's paler than dark. <laughs> but, you know, he's, so got the, he's got the brown Jesus. hair and... Um, and I'm shorter and blonde, and it's like this, it's not, it's not, um, I don't know how to say this without sounding terrible, it's just, it's just, I think I'm just, I think I'm just like any most other people, a slave in some ways to the images that have been presented to me um, yeah. in Disney movies. Um, so for me, I, you know, I've envisioned like, oh, I'll be in the this dress, and Alec will be wearing his suit, and he'll look so lovely, and it will just look, you know, you have that image of a girl in a beautiful dress and a man, and she's, I don't know, I, it's well, terrible. I mean, for as for many reason, women that have that, I'm sure there's in. just as many men who are intimidated by a tall woman. Sure. You well, know? and with that said, I have dated shorter people. Yeah. Like, it's not, I'm not, um, but... I do love I do love being able to reach up and grab yeah. Alec. I don't know. Because it's so interesting. I hear my sister talk about it, and she's she's very particular. you got to be taller than her, which isn't hard. I sure. think she's maybe five foot five, <laughs> which is the same height as my boyfriend, and I love it. Oh. Because he's, like, he's got, like, little, like, like, like monkey muscle, you know, and that's, Jeez. like, hot to me. Ben is solid. <laughs> so, Have, he has is very solid. Has anyone seen um, that there's a TLC, there's a new TLC show, um, about I forget what it's called, but it's about women who are like super tall, like seven yeah. foot plus. Yeah. Whoa! And their their lives, and, and these women talk about d- dealing with dating and how it's hard to find men who yeah are co- because they, but these are women who have like disorders, like things that create um, abnormal growth. So they wind up seven foot five. Like yeah, they're, they're crazy yeah. tall. They're like giant status and they can't find men who want to date them. I mean, they some of them do, but it's, yeah. I do think it's interesting. I don't... I just love finding those women who are cool with it and are chill with it. Like like I used to... Yes, w- that's like, absolutely wonderful. I used to watch Wendy Williams um, uh, almost every day, uh, Guilty Pleasure. You're such a grandma. And, I love And she's, she's without heels 5'11". So in her, you know... She'll really? wear Yeah. She'll, she'll wear six foot... Six foot. She'll wear she'll six, six inch heels. heels. Six inch heels. You know, she'll be 6'5". Yeah. And she loves it. She was like, if, if someone else is taller in the room, I get pissed. You know, she wants That's to be, she's fun. a powerful woman. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, for I me, just, heels have never been about giving me height. It's I think been it's about a the security blanket thing look. that I, yeah. I mean, but I would never be, be openly rude like that. Yeah. Oh, um, she's relentless. She's, gets Samantha up and leaves at dinner, uses the M word. She, she's she does. a midget. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> of course, Carrie Samantha's been wanting to use the F word, too. Yeah. Uh, in the course of these these early well, episodes. you know, just to kind of wrap this story up. So she, Samantha, she takes um, Shorty Weenie to. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that song. Yeah, God, I love that song. I'll probably play it again, even though I've already played it on this podcast. Okay. Which you've just heard because you've gone oh, back and listened to all of them.
it takes um, Shorty Tiny Baby to the unwanted, discarded men, um, Island of Misfit <laughs> men. Misfit toys. Party, to get rid of him. Yeah. To get rid of him. And Charlotte, um, true Charlotte fashion. I feel like, why doesn't she wall. just, like, no put smoking. him in her pocket or something, you know? Or, like, just put him in a bottom drawer. All right, now you're talking like now, You're worse than Samantha. Teeny, weeny, tiny, whiny. Um, so... Is this how he talks about me when I leave? Yes. No. Yeah. I didn't even realize you were sh- average height. I'm 5'8". It's, all it's below average. All he sees, Ricky, is your penis. That's all yeah. he cares yeah. about. Yeah. Thanks. But... Samantha somehow thinks that her teeny-weeny, bibbity-bobbity dude isn't going to find out. She doesn't tell him what what kind of party it is. And somehow she thinks he's not going to find out about what she's done, which is lure him to this party under false pretenses. But he does. He's talking to some woman who's like, fuck, where do you think you are, asshole? And he's like, holy shit. I'm at this party where they try to discard the men. That's kind of so how he sounds. He, uh, and Samantha says, I thought you'd find someone your size. She yeah. Says, I just thought so you'd find goes there immediately. Your own size. And he says, hey, hey, look, give me five minutes in the sec and I'll fucking blow your mind. I don't yeah. remember yeah. what he says. Yeah, I'll he's play like, it. Listen, sweetheart, give me an hour in a sec and you'll swear I'm the jelly green giant. Yeah. Play and so then so she immediately play. lightens up. Yeah, and she gets her she coat loves to his go mercy. fuck him. Yeah, yeah. she he's like he's like if I fucked you, you wouldn't care. And she's like, okay. Um, and I have to say, I have to say that despite her offensiveness, she is willing to like pony up and give up the goods. She's like, fine. She's an equal opportunity. Yeah. Employ fuck. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, you know, little, little man, uh, jumps up on it. He gets up on it with Samantha and that he, shot of his feet, like a good, like, you know, <laughs> eight inches from her feet. That was really great good. cinematography. <laughs> That's a great, like visual gag of her feet. And then you pan up and then there's his little, just little elven. Yeah. You know, he's like, That's how sex would of, be between you and I. I can't There'd wait. There'd be like a, a foot a picture. Alec about it a lot. And and he goes to town motorboating on their yeah. titties. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. And he, I think. He makes her um five times. Alec just sleeped himself. Five times. Five times. Yeah. That's five more times than I've ever made anybody What's his deal? Is it like the air down there is sweeter or something? Yeah. What's happening? That's Why the, is that's he got the old those, He's just got phrase. that Woody the Woodpecker drive in him, he I does. guess. You know? yeah. He's had to work a little like harder because women toy. don't give him the chance. And then he's like, you want to come down yeah. and suck me and I'll fucking yeah. make you come back <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's like he's making those. He's, he's got to prove it. I feel like they're passing out tips in that tree where those elves make those cookies is what's happening. Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's not working for 364 days of the year, so he's got time to work on his sex (laughs) Does Santa know that you left the workshop? You know, we're all laughing our heads off. Did you have to borrow a reindeer to get down here? So, let's talk... So, he he bangs her, uh, and they're out to dinner, and Uh he's got to excuse himself. He says he's going to the little boy's room, which is... 
wrong yeah, choice of words. You'd think that you'd try to avoid that if you were a short, tort man. And Unless uh, he did it intentionally. He, yeah, he likes to address the elephant in the room. He's fine with it. Yeah. He's totally upfront about it. Yeah, yeah he likes to um, address the guinea pig in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that sparkle in your eye. I knew you had something good. Um, and uh, so he um, he excuses himself um, to use the little boy's room. He uses the doggy door. Um, oh, I'm He's so sorry. tiny. He's so, what a tall privilege, Alec. I know, I know. It's awful. But if there was a giant blade that killed everyone over five feet, he'd live and I'd die. True. So. Yeah. It's true. So there you go. It's so true. Uh, Samantha sees he's left his blazer hanging over the chair, and the tag on the inside where the collar is says Bloomingdale's Boys Department. And she says, Ping! She picks her shit up, and Ricky, you had a visceral reaction to yeah. this. Like, she picks up her coat, and you said, oh, no. Yeah, I just said not cool. Because it's not cool you just kn- to walk out on someone yeah. at a yeah. restaurant. That's such a small thing to do. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, give him a tiny gesture, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Just it's the little something. things. Yeah, it's the little <laughs> things that make it. I will. Have you ever ditched a date? God, no. I have. <gasps> one time. But Did you, you really? at least made some lie up to it them. It wasn't based you? on you his height. You didn't walk out. No, I left. <gasps> yeah. He was just, so, he was talking about himself so much. Did and he it go was, to the bathroom and you just left? No, I think he like saw a friend or something and started talking with them and I just bolted. Oh, I okay. love was, that. It was the most offensive date wow. I've ever been on. How did that guy measure up to this guy? <laughs> Um, he was tall enough, but he was just dumb as fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, just couldn't waste any more time. I, I, I get it. Do you know what this short guy's favorite beer is? What? Height. <laughs> oh, okay. Height! I like height beer. Have you ever had it? I'm not a beer I guy. I don't like any beer. Um. Is it good? Yeah, I mean, I don't know It all tastes like bitter much. water to me. Yeah, I mean, it's a light <laughs> beer. It's fine. I like beer. I don't ever drink it except in October when I pick up anything and everything that has the word pumpkin, pumpkin. on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, we have about two weeks until we get I into know, that. I mm-hmm. know, PSL time. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Samantha, she gets caught trying to yeah. he goes, where ditch are you going? the date. What happens? where are you going? And he's minutes. still being charming even though she mentions... That she saw the Bloomingdale's boys department and he says it's cheaper, it fits. And you know what? He's being really charming and sensible and she's not giving him an inch. (laughs) I'm leaving. Ricky's going to put on his underwear yeah. and his shirt and pants and he's going to leave. But you know I'm going to go get some 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 heels or something. He puts his foot down. He puts his four feet down. Jesus. And he says, hey, I'm short. I made you come five times. Let's just eat some dinner. Yeah, he calls okay? her like a tall, too tall for her own good whore or something. Yeah, and yeah. He matches her with her insults and she fucking appreciates and that And she just starts belly laughing it's no and comes small back feet. to dinner. No, it's to not. get her back. Oh, great. I'm so alone in this room. <laughs> so they date for two weeks. Two weeks. That's um, what the voiceover tells us. Now, yeah. let's talk about Miranda and Steve here okay. for a minute. Can All we right. talk about the tender moment that happens with Miranda yeah. and Steve? Let's because talk about their tender I could actually cry. Yeah. Does anyone remember what he says to her after they fuck? No, what does he say? 
So it was perfect. We see a it was. scene, yeah. We see a scene of them having really wonderful sex, and mm-hmm. then Steve is saying to Miranda all kinds of sweet things. But what stuck out to me was, you know, I'm not looking for a quick answer on the monogamy thing. It's probably just something that's got to happen on its own. Yeah. just I wanted you to know how I feel. You're the best woman I ever met. I want you to know to know that. I love you, Miranda. I really do. You're the best woman I ever met. Mm. And I love you, Miranda. Mm. And and her eyes kind of roll back in her head do. and she just Despite herself, you know, we've talked about this before, but Miranda is the type of woman who is tough as nails. She's very difficult to penetrate, um, metaphorically speaking. (laughs) But But she was mush right there. She is, Mm -hmm. you know, I think the most emotionally vulnerable when it gets really right down to it. Mm -hmm. And that's why we love Steve so much, because he looks at Miranda and he sees that veneer and he is not afraid of her. And he just says, like, hey, I, I love you. And in that quiet moment yeah post coitus yeah she's just her walls are broken down and she just kisses him and it's i could cry it's a great moment it's such a lovely moment this is why we all love miranda and steve that's why we ship them so much that's why we ship miranda and steve relationship it's a nerd term i'm surprised you don't know that mr nerd yes like people ship the joker and harley quinn Uh uh-huh they ship them them. i ship them so like they want their relationship yes yeah or like so there are people who ship thank you for putting um, into context with the joker there are people who will ship really interesting relationships like people who are never going to be or never like sherlock and watson yes it's like uh-huh. on on uh-huh. on Sherlock. I ship them so hard. Like I, I ship them. them to be but the, and so there's okay. all kinds of fan fiction where like it tomorrow. will show them yeah. having sex. Yeah, I share Alec and Ricky. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I do. I do. I resented that Batman and Robin comment. That, that I wondered what you'd have to say they, about it. Well, they were talking back. You know, rerun just for a second. They were talking about the homoerotic relationship between Quail and Bush, much like. Batman and Robin or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. You don't think it's a little gay? But nope. people people really? do. It's very father-son. I get... Batman holds a very specific place in my brain. There's no sex. Yeah, it's not There's sexual no, for you at all. You know way better than I do. Yeah. I mean, There's... Obviously. I'm not Ricky here for the... DC Movie News podcast? Isn't that right? Yeah, it was... It, you were so good. You were amazing. I was in heaven. You were amazing. Uh, you it's were my second so favorite podcast. I wonder... I know it was a live stream, but is it still online? Is it, it is. It so, is. It, it, just watch me geek out for an hour. Look up DC Movie News, Ricky Middlesworth. You really yeah. should, because Ricky knows his shit. It was like he loves to be really a, humble, and he thinks he... But especially when it comes to DC comics, stuff mm-hmm, like Batman, mm-hmm, Ricky knows mm-hmm. I just need to shit. shoot uh, another viral picture and, 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 and come on another on. podcast. You that just your seems own. to be you what like happens. gave them... I know, right? <laughs> you you gave, gave them, them body yaddy yaddy. Oh, thank you. Did. you. Uh, so shall we get down... To the nissy pissy. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> we need to talk about. Yeah, Pete. so Carrie. It's like that movie. We need to talk about Kevin, but yes. in this case, yeah, 
Kevin is the perfect We need to talk about And this is the perfect opportunity for you to reenact your scene from not looking to. Oh my God. Piss yourself in the car. Yeah, you guys. Another plug. We're going to plug, right? You usually plug at the end, but. Um, I am in season two of Not Looking, which is a lovely web series. It's on Funny or Die. And in the first episode... Everyone is brilliant. You can see me doing interesting things. Shout out to Jeremy Shane. Yes. Her scene partner. And, and he's she, been on this podcast before. Spoiler alert. Already already went there. She pisses herself. Yeah. yeah. Go watch it. It's... it's But... You know, you really, just saying that doesn't do it justice, so it, we're not ruining anything. Just go watch the episode. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. So Carrie yeah. is, uh, you know, very open-minded, as much as a girl can be. Mm-hmm. She's a sex columnist, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she, so she's dating Bill Kelly, who says to her in bed, you know, I've, I haven't felt this intimate mm-hmm. with a woman mm-hmm. in, in, in a long time, Carrie. Mm-hmm. And He's lying. You know He's what? Do you think so? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's he, a politician well, joke. Who would, right? Who would know? He's yeah. so good. Yeah. So, and he says, you know what? You know, is there anything? He first, he starts with, is there anything I can do for you that you're not getting? Yeah. He leads with Which that. Which is amazing. Which is a yeah. smart, smart move yeah. if we're thinking politically. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm, things are great. And he goes, you know what I like? Jesus, what? And he says, you know, if we get in the shower and get real clean mm-hmm. and then Hot. you could pee on me. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. What? Bitch got yellow fever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what how to respond to that. That's okay. So he so likes controversial. Getting, he likes getting wee weed on. He, he does. likes some water sports. He w- yeah. he's into them water sports. Yeah. So Carrie's like, and she talks to the girls about it, and they're all very funny, and it's a lovely scene. I would be very worried if I were you. The pee could just be foreplay. Oh, my God. Where there's smoke? I'm just saying. This is so typical of men in power. They just love to be dominated and humiliated. What did you say when he asked you? Well, I told him I'd just gone, but maybe another time? But I really don't think that I can keep saying that forever. I peed on a guy once during sex, but it was an accident. What did he say? Honestly, I don't even think he noticed. Huh. I once had to stop eating meat for six months. So this is what it's come down to. Ready, set, pee. <laughs> Look, sometimes for the right guy, you have to make concessions. There's always going to be something. Are you guys seriously advocating that I do this? But why not? He's a great-looking, rich political prince. Oh, sure. It's practically a fairy tale, the princess and the pee. <laughs> You know, if you really feel like you can't work it out with Bill, then just bring him to this party I'm having Friday night. Everyone is bringing a guy they're no longer interested in. That's a great idea. I can bring my short guy. Yes! Oh, yeah, that's terrific. You're dating a munchkin, and I've got to follow the yellow brick road. Uh, what's the Wizard of Oz joke? Oh, the you're dating yellow, a munchkin, and, and I'm I on the yellow brick have to road. Walk the yellow brick road, yeah. or whatever, it was which good. is really fun, and, and it's all lighthearted. But but Carrie, tr- in truth, is a little stressed about this. Like yeah. she goes to dinner with Bill mm-hmm. at this restaurant mm-hmm. where because she Indian. she got out of it the first time. Indian. She was like, uh, yeah. I don't have to I don't go have right, to now. Pee yeah. right now. This yeah. but they restaurant scene was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it, it's really well done. She's avoiding. She's eating very spicy Indian food. Yep. To, and she's just staring down her her glass of water. She's terrified avoiding of ingesting it liquid because yeah. she doesn't want to be put in the position to have to pee where mm-hmm. he would want it on him. Yeah. Uh, this and is semi unrelated, but I have a coworker, my friend Rachel, who 
will, I've seen her actively go like, I'm really thirsty, but I don't want to drink water because I don't want to have to pee in the car on the way to wherever. Yeah. Like she plots her The things we put ourselves time. through. Yeah. It's true. But you know, she's pretty smart because I know how many times I've gotten stuck like, oh God, oh, I wish God. I had all that water. I have my mom's bladder. Shout out to Debbie Sue. I have my mom's bladder and uh, every car ride is torture. Oh, uh-huh. I have to pee all the time. I Bill Kelly would love me. I'd pee all over. <laughs> Just to have a place to pee. But Carrie's in this ethical quandary, this yeah. dilemma. You know, he's placed her in a situation where it's, you know, you're out or you're in. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I was just going to let that go. You're the QBD, that quiet but deadly tonight. Yeah, and you know, it's tough for her because she wants to be GGG. She's the sex columnist. You know, she wants to believe that she's up for anything, but this is, to her, this is a bridge too far. This is like, she can't do it, you know? Have Um, you, um, we haven't yet mentioned... John Slattery. We haven't. I mean, we mentioned we talked his name, about him but last episode. we did. I guess. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It's been. A Is while that the since actor's we name? Yes, yeah. he. Mr. So Ricky, Madden. I don't know if you watch Mad Men, but that's what he I is don't, now. But I know so well known for from the he's show. So yeah. Uh-huh. And charming. Yeah. Roger Sterling. Yeah. He's and uh, by the way, I looked it up. He was thirty eight when they made wow. this because he's had white hair for forever. He's so, so handsome. Uh, but yes, oh my god! And you know, even now, like he was just on. The Wet Hot Wet American, American Summer, Summer series. And I found him, like, though he's, you know, aging, I just think he's still so he spry and sexy. Yeah. And, like, just, mm-hmm. I think he's so charming. He's like, fox. he could get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. But anyway, yeah. So, so Carrie, she knows that he's going to want to approach this again, and she can, she just can't do it. You can bring a horse to water, but you can't make it pee kind of thing. <laughs> Have you ever been on a horse while it's peeing? Of course. It's oh yeah, mortifying. The, yeah, because like there's like a bit of ricochet. Yeah. Well, and they shake. Yeah, a little. <laughs> like there's like a vibration that that's going on. You feel kind of like responsible. I, for I'm somehow. grateful for when I'm on top of the horse because I, there's nothing more gross than watching a horse dick come down. Yeah. Oh, and I, 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 I was I on a female horse. It. it was coming out of the vajay, oh, so it was a no, little different. Interesting. Yeah, I have to try that. Yeah, yeah. you should try that. <laughs> You should get on a female horse when she's got to go. Weird. It's a good time. But yeah, horse sticks are gross. They are. They're just so big. Yeah. Blah, blah. So, Please go on, Alec. Um, I'm sorry. I need no, to talk that's about okay. horse so, dick. That's my fault. Um, so Carrie, you know, she says like, uh, you know, listen, uh, I, I, I can't do this. I can't pee on you. But having said that, here are she some. She has some bullet points. Other options. Um, she, I think I can, that's very GGG of her. Yeah, absolutely. She is good game and giving. I can she, trickle some warm water on you. Mm-hmm. Um, she can. Know, I might even the leave door the door open. open, but she's not completely. She can play the sounds of running water yeah. while they're making yeah. love. She mm-hmm. wants to do what he needs, yeah. but she's just not sure. Which she can all do def- which all have nothing to do with what he yeah. enjoys about it. What right. I assume course, he enjoys about not. it. Of course yeah. not. It's a power and to thing. him, he I think he felt that she just told him to piss off (laughs) you know let me let me put the pause because there is a bigger issue that we're about to get to in their conversation but I do want to pause and ask the room if anyone Uh has ever had someone request something maybe it's not peeing but like something kind of outrageous that you were unsure if you should do sub question did you do it sub question 
why. Sub-question, if you didn't, why not? Sub-question, did you like it? Go. I think it's a better question for Ben because he would give you a resounding, yes, all the time, I get that. What? No, no my mother's what? probably huh? listening to this. Um, so, I'm, I'm uh, oh, Alec? Alec? Um, no. I'm sorry to say I don't I I can't It's interesting cuz in I, I I I will say that like I I uh before I met Ben and I was dating and uh there were there were um uh position preferences I'll sure. say mm-hmm. that uh my that my partners had and uh it was a very narrow-minded uh, idea of what they wanted our relationship to oh, be. Oh, what they'd seen in porn? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe. No, they just, uh, okay, they just, they wanted to be the top. Uh-huh. And yeah. I just, th- I, I saw it as, okay, sure, that's what you, but the fact that it was a deal breaker was like, it was so shocking oh. to me. It's like, okay, well, yeah. clearly we're not compatible. Yeah. And it was, and I had to sort of like sit with it, like, wait a minute, like, you don't even want to talk about this? Right. Like, like, it's just oh, a deal break. Was, just like I only do this. Yeah, deal. It was it. a very closed mind, in my opinion. It was very closed minded, and it was it was this is what I do, and this is what you will do, and it was like oh, oh. so. Yeah. But but it was it was his thing. Yeah, that's what he wanted, and so and we didn't go out again. <laughs> wow. There was a. I story. mean, he did me a favor, but. But uh, there was, was a there was a tertiary story recently shared on a podcast that Alec and I started listening to called Duty Calls mm-hmm. that I think we've told you about Ricky maybe it's um D- uh, oh. I heard the first episode I was oh, in tears yes. nice I always mean, in tears so almost every episode it's um, D-O-O-D-I-E. If you're if you like listening to things that are funny mm-hmm. and you can and you can stomach people talking about shit all the time, then you should be listening to this podcast. It's so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, there was a story that a guy told about some high school friends of his who were twins who went to a Dave Matthews concert and went backstage. Pretty girls somehow worked their way backstage. And came back to tell the tale that Dave Matthews wanted to shit on their chests and then fuck them. What? And they said yes, and he shit on their chests and then had sex with them. Now, grain of salt, this is a friend of a friend of a, you know, podcaster of a friend of a friend of a friend. But, (laughs) so that was certainly a situation <laughs> well apparently i mean if you're if you believe it word for word then you know this is a situation where they were like okay did you do you realize you just ruined dave matthews band I'm for so all sorry. of your listeners it's been a good run or maybe just made them love him that much more but Who most knows? likely ruined but you know what That's i thought insane. about there was a story that i remember from a few years ago and alec you might remember this where Dave Matthews Band's tour bus Mm -hmm. accidentally or on purpose, I guess they decided to release the contents of their of their toilet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Over on a bridge over one of the like waterways that run in Chicago. You know those boats that people take architectural boat tours on? Alec and I have done this together. Um, and apparently, like, this was a, like, a big deal for a half a day. The Dave Matthews Band tour bus illegally dumped their toilet and it landed on people who were taking a boat tour. <laughs> okay. So Dave Matthews, the moral of the story is he just likes to shit on people. Why? So. Anyway. Carrie, we all have our things, but Carrie no, says, we all have our things. Yeah, so no Carrie's, shame, no shame, no, no shit shaming here. So Carrie says, you know, I've given you these options and, um... And Bill Kelly, the comptroller, or uh, hopeful comptroller, 
ultimately he switches, he changes his tune right then and he says, oh, you know what? My campaign has read your column and it's too much about sex and they just don't think it would be good for us to be dating anymore. He says they don't think it's good for me yeah. to be dating a sex columnist. Yeah. That's how he frames it. Yeah. And he waits until her. <laughs> after she after says she's lonely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> after she says, I'm not going to pee on you. And, uh-huh. you know, I mean, and then she writes a column about the politician and the pee and she doesn't mention his name, and he's, you know, John Slattery's character is horrified to read it. And, um, and you know, I, some people say that might be in poor taste, but I feel like, you know, she tried to help him. He didn't want to get on board with her, and at the end of the day, you have to look out for number one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. But well, I, I, I had a strong reaction yes, to that, too. Yes, I did, too. too. Go, Ricky, and then I'll go. Not cool. I, the, it just sort of crosses the line of the, 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 the sexual contract that we have in this room. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, in, in a newspaper? Come on. People yeah. can I deduce. Watch... And she's the one that I was... Because you know, I think that we all got to work. Like, it, it, if someone chews too loudly, you deal with it. Mm-hmm. If someone, um, I don't know, like, wears the wrong fitted jeans, you you, you know, you work mm-hmm. to get a different pair of jeans. She, you know, she was willing to, to, to work on this with him, but that... That just was not the right thing to do. I and agree. It was... I used to watch this episode and go like, <laughs> you know, that's what you get for being an asshole, Bill Kelly, for slut-shaming. Because, you know, that's what it felt like he was doing by saying, mm-hmm. like, they don't think it looks good for me to be dating a sex columnist. But now, for whatever reason, years later, I, I'm watching this and feeling very uncomfortable about Carrie's behavior. Because I feel like... <laughs> I feel the same way as you do. Yeah, okay, no, I don't like the bait and switch with him. Like, you want to pee on me? Pee on me? Oh, you're not going to pee on me? Well, I don't think we should be together anymore. And my people don't think it looks good. Like, I get it. It's kind of shitty of him to do. But you don't out someone in that way. Like, that's affecting his life. Like, I get, like, I'm sorry if if he doesn't want to date you because you won't pee on him. But that's just a lack of compatibility. But you deciding to put that out there Mm -hmm. to release the stream on him, as Mm -hmm. it were, of your column, of your words... (laughs) Is I just think a kind of a shitty move, Carrie. Yeah, it wasn't it fair. It is shitty. Kind it's of, just like don't be so pissy. Oh, Alex got right. another one coming. Oh no, I no, I I'm just agreeing with you. Oh, I, I feel like you were using. <laughs> no, no, she's she's marking her territory. I uh, <laughs> knew <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, no, this should not turn into a pissing contest. It shouldn't. <laughs> um, you guys, it's been so wonderful talking to you yes. about this episode, and Ricky, it was wonderful having you. Thank as you a thanks guest. for having me, guys. Uh, welcome back. Three. Yeah, it's great to be back, and until next time, carry, carry on. on.